0: empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey guys, this is Miss Shaley Mitchell.
1: I am actually hijacking the Jen Tringale Podcast today, and I am going to do the opener. So, hello, hello.
0: I think I should have probably just (laughs) handed that intro over to you a long time ago. Yeah. You're I've been trying to tell you that. <laughs> I think you were, I just wasn't listening. In fact, I think I know what I'm gonna give you for Christmas. I'm gonna give you my podcast for Christmas. Best gift ever. Just the intro though. Best, no, best gift. <laughs> g- <laughs> the just- gift of doing the Jen Tringle podcast intro. Yes. I love it. The I gift want it. that keeps on giving. I love it. Every single month. Hey Michelle, it's time to do another intro. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready. What a person. Perfect- I'll be more ready next time. I think you will. I'll work on it and jazz it up a little bit. Ooh. Jazzed up. Yeah. I think that'll be good. (laughs) Hey, really and truly, this is the Christmas episode of the podcast. I'm excited. It's the end of the year. Yep. What a huge year! Great year. Like everybody moments, you want to pull your hair out. Amazing moments, <laughs> yes. But then it's Christmas, and you're like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, Miss Shaley, in a big year, you have been a guest on this podcast before. <laughs>
1: what number is this? I was trying to think on the way here. Is it?
0: 392? Th- it- no, no, no.
1: Truly, is it? I think three it's- or
0: four. I. think think it's the third. Okay. Because we you came on. Okay. And then we had you and your sister Taylor Madu. Which was a blast. Which was an absolute blast. Anytime I get to do anything with Taylor Madu, yeah. it's always a blast. Which then, I didn't even know this, I think by the end she lets out that she'd never done a podcast never. before. And I don't
1: think she's done one since. Truly, I think that was her her one and only, Man.
0: yeah, the big debut. It was I, like I, I can't top that, so I'm not doing anymore. I, know. I think that's what she I thought. Know. Or well, the whole
1: three kids thing. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, and the travel and, and all the that. Travel in the church. Yeah, and the, but we yeah. had so much fun that day, and I've been trying to get her to do more, but she's it's coming, she's a busy girl. It's coming. Yeah.
0: Well, we really we had tremendous feedback for the first time you were on mm-hmm. the one with Taylor. Everybody loved. So many people said. Your story was amazing. It was so cool to hear sisters share their story, mm-hmm. and the only thing was sometimes we couldn't tell who was talking when because you guys sound so much alike. <laughs> know, we do. We get that every everywhere. I think yeah. it's our
1: voice tones. People say when you really really know us, yeah, like side tell. by side, you can tell. Yeah, and I don't really, I haven't really pegged what the difference is. Yeah, but there's a difference in our tone, if you really, really know us, but so many people get us mixed up. I never heard it until recently, and I'll hear videos or something of her talking to the kids, and I'm like, we'll both sit there and go, is that me? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know if the listeners do this, but you actually had me on for my very first podcast ever. It's true. (laughs) And I was so stretched in a huge way in 2018 And then did another one with you, with Taylor, in, was that 2019? And then Taylor's Mm -hmm. first podcast ever was with you. Yeah.
0: and (laughs) So you got us to step out. With you, I didn't know it was your first podcast that you had done. And so you have, I mean, pretty much, especially our listeners, they're so faithful. Our listeners are just amazing. So most of them know you, but... For some of our new ones that have just come. So you are a photographer mm-hmm. by day. A photographer by Superhero by, by night. <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. Incredible photographer based out of Dallas. Your story of getting into photography is amazing, but it's really something God's been using. And your clients, and well, we're going to get into that conversation as we talk about this year. But it's just amazing the places God's taken you. And then you purchased this old farmhouse outside of Dallas that you have been restoring that has really gone parallel with this work of restoration that God's done in your life. Yeah. So that story, many of us have been following on your social media and Instagram, hashtag HouseGodIsBuilding. Yeah. It's been amazing, which has opened some huge doors. So, Michele, you have become a, a true dear friend of mine. Aww. And it's so awesome. I thought there could be no more fun way, better way to just do a, a fun Christmas podcast and end the year than with oh, like Well,
1: it's it's an honor for me and it's cool. I was just sitting there thinking about it. I was like in 2018, we sat across from that, you know, that yeah. table in the farmhouse. Yeah. It was barely done. I had barely closed on it, and you came over. We sat in the kitchen and did a podcast, and I was just getting to know you. Yeah. But I knew I loved you. And here we are, 2019. At the end and wow. you really have been such a gift to me in twenty nineteen, your friendship. And so oh. it's cool to get to do this and reflect, you know, on yeah. all that God's done and is doing and yeah. the growth and the victories. And it's just a really cool thing to get to recap
0: with you. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, and the feeling is totally mutual. I mean, we're just not that far out from Christmas. Yeah, you know, right now. And Christmas, I think for for you, I know for me and everybody, it's such a busy time, mm-hmm. but if you can carve out the space for it, yeah, it really is a cool time to look back over your shoulder and celebrate the wins, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I think absolutely we do it more if we realized how much strength and energy and motivation that we take from just pausing and going, hey, you know what? That went really great. Yeah. Or that moment happened and I was not expecting it. Or something that turned out so awful. God really did turn it for good. Just celebrating those wins at the end of a year. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It can be really good. Okay. Usually, as you know, as a three timer, a three time (laughs) guest now, we'd like to start out with some fun questions. Three timer. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw a couple like Christmas questions to you. Christmas songs. Do you have a fave? I have many faves. There's something about
1: me I like being boxed in, so like I say the Mariah Carey album, which is a top album for me. But there's a lot, you know, the classics, and then I know. and I want to tell listeners about a great singer okay. that has an album out that is one of my favorite Christmas albums, and he's I think kind of new on the scene the past couple of years, but okay. his name is Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, so yeah. if you're listening and you haven't heard of him, it's his fabulous. Christmas album is on re- like repeat at my house too. So Good tip. Leslie
0: Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. Christmas.
1: Yep. Okay. Yep. His album is phenomenal.
0: His voice is amazing and cool. it's one of my favorites. I love it. Christmas Pastime, is there something that you look forward to every year, whether it's Christmas shopping or something you guys do with the fam or?
1: Man, all of the, I mean, shopping and all that, but my, since I've moved out to the Dallas area, one of the things that we love is, it's funny because we're all from Arkansas, but we've slowly kind of migrated out to the Dallas area. Yeah. So one of the things we've started when we moved out here and it's just now become a tradition is we always go down to Grapevine. Oh Um, Grapevine, Texas, downtown all together and we get hot chocolate and we walk. Grapevine downtown is actually pretty amazing. We get hot chocolate and we go take the kids and walk around the trees and... So fun. Yeah, and then usually my sister and I, this is our first year to not do it, which is sad, but next year we're going to continue the tradition, but we always get a New York City together.
0: Oh, yes. Um, I've heard about this famous trip. Yes. So we've done
1: it, I think Taylor and I have gone, I think it's seven years in a row. We've gone two of the years we went to like the Macy's Day Parade. I mean... Just right around that Thanksgiving, Christmassy, whatever in New York, we how always fun, go and man. we have so much fun wow. and um, so that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. It's, what about you?
0: It's weird how little things like that just mean so much. I mean, New York City this is no little thing, but, yeah. but it is fun. Yeah, I think for us, I mean, we, my family, we actually really like each other. Like we like yeah. to hang out <laughs> and we live all over the country. And so what's funny is, like, at Christmas, we will, like, cram in one house and attempt to stay together. I love it. You know, little nephews, nieces, brothers, you know.
1: And one thing about my 2019 is I got to meet Jen's mother and her aunt and her grandmother, the famous yeah. Billy Mae Burkhart, who yeah. I wanted to meet, and... They are so wonderful. Oh, well they, they are fell the in love with you. Yes. And so I can see now wow. when you talk about your family. Yeah. Why you love yeah. going and spending that time. Yeah. They're the best. We
0: we just have a great time and you know, like everybody, it's about getting together and eating good food. But our family is a lot of personalities. Yeah. And it's like Who can make everybody laugh the hardest? (laughs) Best of best. Yes. And so, whatever that takes, like it's pretty much going to go down. So, I love it. We look forward to that. Well, I thought one cool thing that we could do we kind of talked about celebrating the wins. 2019 has been a really significant year for you. Yeah. And some significant things have happened for me as well in this ministry. And so, I thought it would be fun to just kind of maybe. Show how you can stop and celebrate the wins from the year. And we yeah. would talk about, like, maybe our top five favorite Love it. moments or big moments from this year. Because we're friends, I like wanted like machine gun from but, but I you want to can, You about can it. help me.
1: I told Jen earlier, she can kind of help
0: me think through these too. Yes. So I will be like, but remember that one time? Yeah. So you've had a lot, but just throw out in in no certain order, but what was the top five moment for you
1: this year? Goodness. So God has just, it's just one of those years he's shown so much favor and has continued to unfold the story of a house God is building and has restored so much in my soul and life. And yeah. I had such a big year with the home, and so there's been a lot of personal victories and a lot of stuff just at the house, and one of the top, I guess, one of the really, really cool moments was, I guess it was in March, when West Elm, the big furniture company that I love, where yes. the house, you know, there, a lot of the furniture inside the home is stocked with West Elm Furniture, contacted me and wanted to come out and feature the home, and was just so kind and talked about how much they love the home, and they've been following this story, which I always think is cool because especially when larger like secular companies have contacted me because really a house God is building is a faith-based, it's it's a ministry now. And so it's, I always look at it as a backdoor way to share the gospel. And Mm -hmm. so when they contacted me, they talked about how they wanted to feature the home, come in and send photographers and style the home and feature it on their website and blog and Instagram. You know, they came and it was just such a cool experience. Like I loved watching their photographer's work, of course, in the house and their stylist. And
0: that was just so
1: neat for me. So that was kind of like timeline-wise, that was one of the cool things at the very, very beginning of the year that kind of launched the house and all that into this just really cool cool thing. And, and, you know, different things have unfolded from there. But that was Mm. after so much hard work, you know, a lot of unseen work Mm. that, nobody sees and stuff and a lot of days alone at the house working and painting and I don't know it was just like a fresh little boost you know from the Lord to have a company like West Elm take notice yeah so
0: that was that was a cool moment that I love that that I loved I love the takeaway from that too because like you said I think there's a lot more days of hard work that nobody knows about yeah Than there are the big days where it pays off but those big payoff days where God does something with it are always coming
1: yeah there's way more days that and the Lord you know I talk about the parallel between my journey and what God's doing in my heart and the journey with the restoration of the home but in my life and in the home both there are Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of our lives there's there's way more unseen days than there are yeah. glamorous scene days, the West yeah. Elm days. Yeah, But the Lord gives us those fresh wings, you know, winds and stuff. And I it was just that. really, really encouraging. Cause yeah, I had spent a lot more days <laughs> pulling weeds and painting and, Digging, you know, I was in the backyard at one point digging out something. I thought, oh, I'm just selling this house. Nobody ever even sees what I'm doing here. And it's just like <laughs> hard work. No, do- you know, you have those days like that. Yeah. And then you wake up and there's new mercies. And so that and was just a
0: really cool. I mean, experience. West Elm, major, yeah. major, influential furniture design. What an incredible yeah connection to happen. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big names that never get calls like that.
1: Yeah. It was you cool. know, so.
0: How cool is that? I love that. that Yeah. That happened. And no doubt more of that's coming.
1: Oh, thank
0: you. I hope so. It was fun. It was fun. It was an honor
1: and the relationships that came out of that with some of the people at West Elm and just surrounding, you know, it was, it was, it was just really, really cool. Yeah. Really,
0: really cool. That's pretty awesome. What about you? What's your... I mean, what a year. It was so fast paced. There's a few things that come to mind. I think at the beginning of the year, because I was trying to think through kind of chronologically, and at the beginning of the year we got the call that the last book I wrote, Calling, uh-huh. Understanding Your Purpose, Place and Position, got picked up by Target. Wow. And that was a big deal. It was something that I had really had vision for it. Not Target specifically, but just a wider distribution. Yeah. You know, and yeah. people ask me a lot of times about writing books, or just getting something off the ground, you know, like I'm sure they do you. And how do you do that? Where do you start? And I always refer back to, you. and it really, it was a culmination point from this moment, like a target moment. But when I started, I asked the Lord, okay, God, you have a way for how this works. What is that way? Mm -hmm. What do I do? And I just remember kind of sensing this question come up in my heart. And it was, if you needed What I've given you to run with, how would you find you? Hmm. And I remember thinking, well, God, I'm totally out there because I'm sure this is a spiritual answer and all I can think is I would Google it. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how we find things. Yeah. And in the next moment, after I just kind of said that, it was exactly. So position what I've given you in a way where it can be found by the masses. Wow. And so I just remembered like, okay, I don't have maybe an incredible amount of of resource or influence, but I can start where I'm at. And so again, like you, you know, days of hard work, months of hard work, years of just staying steady and putting your hand to the plow to see a distribution like Target picks up that tool to position it where it can be found by people that need it was like, wow, God. So cool. That's huge. Yeah. So amazing. that was a cool moment. Okay. I'm thinking of one of yours. I don't want to like do it, speak for Uh, you, but spit it out. I want to hear you talk about this. I mean, you have done a lot of high profile shoots for a while now, but you had some this year that were like, Pretty amazing. There's a few we could talk about, but I know, like, you did a shoot with Lisa Bevere. Uh You did a shoot recently with Jensen Franklin. Uh But you did one with a man by the name of Tommy Barnett.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking. Really? Yeah, I was actually, that was my number two. So
0: I'm so glad you brought that up. Incredible. I mean, so for those that maybe don't know who this man is, which would be hard to believe, but... Way back in the day, he started the Dream Center in L.A., right? Which now those are all over the world. Yeah, Have reached thousands of people, drug addicts. I mean, just the list goes on. But has really been like what I think now. He's really like a father in the faith. Yeah. Stood the test of time. And you get the call to go out and do a shoot for a very personal book that he's putting out the first time in his life for ministry. Yeah, What was that day like with him? Incredible.
1: Yeah, he's just written a book about his life and it's the first time he's ever put all that together. So he goes back from childhood and takes us all the way through his life when he got saved radically early in his life, when he got called to ministry. He shares very, very personal things in the book about early on in his marriage and when he had kids and starting ministry and just the kind of trudging through that and the the hardships and the victories and all that and he goes through one of my favorite things about him is that he started the LA you know they started the dream center and so just talks about that and that day with him was just because he's been a hero of mine for a long time Mm -hmm. was like beyond an honor it was beyond an honor to capture pastor Tommy's just portraits of him that day. Someone asked me, they were like, what? I've had a lot of people ask me about that shoot because he's such yeah. a legendary man. Yeah, he is. And we spent about six hours together that day, and he was so kind and way more worried about me than himself, you mm-hmm. know? And I love that when you meet people who have big platforms, but they somehow impress you more one-on-one, you know? That's just always so refreshing. But yeah, people have asked me, you know, a lot of people have said, after spending time with him one-on-one, what's your... What's your favorite thing about him? What's the best thing about it? About Tommy Barnett? And I always say that he doesn't know he's Tommy Barnett. Wow. He, he had no idea. Just such a man of God, and he's accomplished so much. But just, he's 82 now, and Amazing. I mean, yeah, just, there's no words for the day. Inspirational, encouraging. He told me stories. There's a sermon that he preached that someone told me to listen to called The Honor of Wanting to Quit. The Honor of Wanting to Quit, and so I I listened to that sermon a couple of times before I hung out with him that day, and it's a life-changing sermon. He talks about how it's actually, you're in an honorable place when you want to quit something because that means you're doing something, and a lot of people never get to that point in their life because they don't do anything, so if you're a lot of pastors, you know, love that message, and people in ministry, and but he calls it, yeah, the honor of wanting to quit, and the perspective on that, the perspective shift was just so awesome. So I got to talk to him about that message. And wow. I don't know, it was just, it was just amazing being around him uh, one-on-one. And, and like I said, not even behind a, a pulpit, but just, yeah. just a man of God. Like Was that through. message on YouTube? I, I Yeah. The one that I heard um, was on YouTube and I think there's several versions of it out, okay. but I think you can Google it. But yeah, he talked to me that day about their family and raising sons in ministry and and he told me stories about Matthew and you know when when he went out to start the dream center and kind of what that looked like and Mm -hmm. just just so
0: encouraging wow you know from that day that you spent with him in that shoot there is this really to me iconic picture That Was it his assistant that captured it?
1: Uh, No, it was a friend of mine, Susan Blunt, that was there with us that day, who is a creative genius. But she was working on Pastor Tommy's book for him creatively, kind of working through some stuff we all were. And she and her husband, Steve, were on set with us that day. And she, Susan has the gift of seeing, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. And so she um, had her phone with her that day. And I didn't ask her to do this, but she... It was such a blessing to me, but took photos of me taking pictures of Pastor Tommy. Yeah. Sent those to me after everything was over, and those are just like precious me. If gifts you haven't seen
0: this picture, you have to go. It's on your Instagram, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Okay. It is. So, in this picture, I mean, there's just so much in it, but he is seated on a bench, and he's like kind of leaning forward mm-hmm. with his hands on his knees, and you are a little bit of space in front of him. And you've got your camera in front of you, and you are knelt down, looking up at him, and he's looking down at you. There's just this still moment. And it's like this, I mean, there's so much in it. There's like two generations Mm -hmm. in it, you know? And then there's this, like you as the younger generation with your gift and talent, this ability right in front of you, that you are on this journey of, God show me how you want to use this mm-hmm. and all the ways you want to use it. And then there's this man, 82. Yeah. Years old just with all the kindness and the wisdom he has, not leaning back but leaning forward as if to say like what is it that I yeah, have Back kind of into help the you? situation. Yeah. It's no, totally. it's an incredible incredible. I mean when I saw it, I just started crying. Aww. Because there's it there's just so much attached to that picture. What what an incredible day. Yeah, it was sweet.
1: In that moment, it's funny because that was toward the very end of our shoot. So we had been shooting for a few hours, and he was just such a trooper. I mean, yeah. like, was all about it and like, okay, where do we go next? What do I need to do? And, wow. You know, he had been in meetings all day and going through portraits for his book and Anyways, in that moment, it was so cool because we were nearing the end of our shoot, and we had gone into the very, very tail end of the shoot. We went to their; um, they have a twenty-four hour prayer chapel on site okay. at Dream City Church in Phoenix, where he pastors, and it's so beautiful. If you haven't got a chance, look it up. But the the front doors of the chapel are actually these huge, beautiful, like a gold. It's a wood wooden door, but the like the word, I think it's the Lord's Prayer, is actually carved into the doors, and there's no door handles on the door. And so when I was kind of leaned in talking to him about getting into the chapel, and he was explaining to me that the reason they did that, the reason they put the word on the door and put no handles on is because people have to touch the word to enter in to the prayer chapel. And Oh things like Lord. that. He's just full of stuff like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So He's like that, the
0: oracle. He, he, is,
1: just... he is. So in that moment, I was just completely leaned in. I mean, that whole day I felt leaned in. Yeah. I wanted everything from such a great man of faith, yeah. everything he could give me mm-hmm. in that six hours, you know? Um, so Susan so graciously captured that for me, but I was a sponge that day, just like Pulling in everything that he had to give, it was just such a gift to spend that time with him. Definitely a top five moment. Definitely, definitely a game changing moment for me in twenty nineteen. Well,
0: it's like an early Christmas present. <laughs> it was
1: early on in the year. It was pretty awesome. It's
0: beautiful. So number number two for you. Yeah, number two, well, just hearing you talk about that, I think it really has to be that day I spent with Amy Grant. Yes. and That's
1: one of my top thoughts, too,
0: <laughs> was your day with Amy Grant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true friend right there. So it was just, you know, something that when that door opened, I mean, it, it all just kind of happened really quick. and And, of course, you know, growing up in a Christian home, I just... Grew up listening to her music, just loved her because she was like a positive role model in music that was cool, you know, yeah. at the time. And, and I didn't tell her this story, but I can still remember there was like these three girls I was friends with in my neighborhood when I was like, I don't know, 13 years old. And so I can remember one summer, we all went over to the one friend's house and we went into her room and she had a big poster on her wall of paula abdul and it was like all about paula abdul and she that was her girl and she's telling us about paula abdul and so you know the next day we're all playing it's summer and so we go over to the other girl's house and so we go into her room and she had janet jackson on her wall and so all these girls are like oh janet jackson so cool you know and it was like early Janet Jackson, you know, before she got really crazy. But so, lo and behold, a <laughs> few days later, we go over to the Tringale house. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure my parents had like the 700 Club blaring <laughs> on the television. And, and so we go up to my room, and I had this poster. Tell the people of Amy on the wall, and she had on, like, a white T-shirt and jeans, and she's, yes. like, sitting on a milk crate in a barn, and with her cowboy Fashion boots. Icon. Yeah, yes. just, like, she's just so cool. Effortlessly cool. Yeah, so this was the greatest moment. So we walk in, and I'm just, we've seen Paula Abdul, we've seen Janet, Janet Jackson, <laughs> but now we're going to see Amy Grant. And so we come into my room, and I just remember everybody looking, and it just went quiet. And this one girl goes, <laughs> who is that? <laughs> I mean, this is like pre-baby baby, yeah. you know? Oh, this man. is like yeah. purely the Christian market. And I was like, crestfallen, like, oh, I'm about to drop big time in the cool factor. <laughs> and I was like, she's a singer. Like, everybody has her. You were like, get out. Yeah, like, what is going <laughs> on? You don't go- know who that is. Going on? But now I'm kind of pant, And I was like... You guys have never heard Amy Grant? Because none of them went to church. Right. And they're like, no. And I'm just standing there. And I'm literally starting to panic, like, feeling like the weird, the odd person out. And all of a sudden, this girl in, like, the back of the group. And she was kind of, like, you know, pretty outspoken for the group as a whole. And we're just staring at this poster. And all of a sudden, this girl goes, well... I've never heard of her before, but she is so cool. (laughs) And I was like, Amy wins again. Always. One took one for the team. Always. So So anyway, you know, to spend that day with her. And of course, you know, who she is and, and what she's been, whether you grew up listening to Amy Grant or you've heard her when she, you know, put out a pop album. She just has a reputation I think, as a whole, for being a genuine person, speaking from the heart, you know, she talks about you know rough times in her life and struggles and seasons. But driving over to her house that day, and what was really supposed to be about maybe an hour long slot of time I was given for that interview turned into like three and a half hours. Mm. I know she loved you too. I mean, it was just really something and. You know, the things that she shared that day about her relationship with God yeah, and learning to love people. Yeah. And if you kind of listen to that interview and you listen between the lines, she really talked about, I think, learning to receive the love of God for herself and love herself. So good. And she's very aware of just people and building community around her. That's really important. Which is so ironic because somebody that's been in the public eye, you would, you would really understand it if they were like cloistered off. Yeah. Like I have my people and everybody else and just kind of at arm's length. And she, she couldn't be more opposite. Right. You know, she, she seems so
1: inviting and so
0: warm and Yeah. Loving she's just and chosen to live life that way yeah. and to embrace life. And she just extended such graciousness that day and. And honestly, I knew it would be a conversation, but the depths that, that that talk went to, and it was, it was, I think the podcast recording itself before we had to go into editing was like two hours. Wow. So there's almost a whole section of it that we didn't get to release. Every now and then we've kicked around <laughs> like, should we release part two? You know, <laughs> yeah. but, I, say yeah. yes. Yes, I say yes. Yes. Michelle votes I yes. She's putting, putting And in, is
1: this your way of telling us that you're going to be a backup singer for her? For,
0: <laughs> watch for me in the upcoming year. Oh, what
1: I would give that for would that. would be pretty great. Yeah. No, yeah. I say a part two needs to happen.
0: Yeah. I'm such a good podcast. So rich. It was good, but that was like definitely one of those, wow, God, you, you are really something. And you know, I had this conversation later actually with my mom. It's amazing how important it is to dream all kinds of dreams. Yeah. There's big dreams we have what we want to do with our life and I shared this with my staff. Dream all kinds of dreams. Dream dream dreams that are unique to you just because it's special to you for whatever reason. Yeah. Dream all kinds of dreams because they're all important to God. Yeah. And he never forgets, you know. So good. So, that so was beautiful a fun day. I yeah. love
1: it. I loved that for you and we did a shoot uh, with the listeners don't know is we did a shoot with you. I talked about meeting your mother, your awesome grandmother, your awesome aunt, and I met them the day of that podcast. So the you guys had day. yeah had that awesome podcast. That was such a great time yeah. for you, and I know it was for Amy. Yeah, and then you had your family visiting, and you guys drove over to do a what we called a legacy shoot, and it was one of my favorite shoots of the year. It was incredible, um, and I think the feedback I got. From that shoot was some of my best from the year. To be honest, like that, it was just beautiful, guys. It was Jen's beautiful grandmother. I mean, you've all seen Jen and see how beautiful she is, but Mm -hmm. her grandmother and her mother and her aunt. And we did we rented out a studio and did a shoot of them. And so and you you guys were all just like glowing that day. Like it was just such a beautiful day, a gift that the Lord had given you. And yeah, to have them here. And then we went to
0: eat, and it was just such a. It was such a sweet day. It really In was. my heart and in
1: my mind, it was
0: just, it had God's nope. stamp it on it. It was a memory maker. Yeah. And uh, you call those legacy shoots, right?
1: Yeah, I, I yeah
0: legacy those I call legacy
1: shoots. I do family sessions, but anything like that where it's like it was yeah. just so beautiful because it was your grandmother, yeah, your mother and her yeah. sister, and then you, yeah. So to rent out a studio and capture portraits of all of you guys together, and it was amazing. Individuals to give as gifts to each other was just really yeah. beautiful. I love
0: that. I had a, a same. I had a tremendous amount of feedback and a lot of people going, oh, I never ever thought mm-hmm. about. Doing that, you know, so many women that said, "Well, I have my daughter now, and I still have my mom, and I Mm -hmm. want to capture that." Yeah, you know, and it was wild. It just it lined up, and for it to all happen on that day, you know, was just wild. But what people don't know about that is how many times we had to stop in the middle of that shoot because you would have us all huddled up, position. And you'd say, okay, everybody grab onto each other and you'd start shooting. And I'm going to cry saying this, <laughs> but we would just start crying. I know. And it wasn't, it was just, it was the sweetest it was, I environment know. in the room. And just, we did one where we, you had us put all our hands together yeah. and to see my grandmother's 89 year old hand and uh, then my the mom yeah. and my aunt Jennifer, who I'm named after, yeah. you know, she had all boys. So it was kind of like the, you're the girl. We're like the, the ya-ya sisterhood yeah. of the family. And so to have that, and then we did, my mom and I just did some shots yeah. and then my grandmother and it was one of the most special things to capture. And we all, we actually, my mom and I were just laughing. There's no guess about it. We all know we're all giving them to each other for Christmas. Like, <laughs> it's a given. Everybody's as online having pictures I mean, printed.
1: As you should, not because I took them, but just because they oh. they turned out so beautiful to you guys. And it was amazing. Yeah, I loved. I loved that you did it for you. It was just so cool to see yeah. that captured and yeah, you know, it, was really and, yeah it was really special. yeah, I wanted cool.
0: to ask you about mm-hmm. a top five moment that maybe you had that just meant something special to you that maybe people wouldn't realize was a big moment for you. I mean, we can talk about, like, okay, spending a day with Tommy Barnett. Yeah. That's, like, huge. I know you get a lot of feedback online, on Instagram. You'll post. You're so great about just sharing from your walk people that you that you'll hear from you you and actually your sister spoke at a great conference here in Nashville this year and shared some things and I know there was feedback from women that talked about how much it meant that you're willing to share your story of restoration is there and I know you hear a lot of them it'd be hard to pick one but but is there a, a moment or a woman is there a moment looking out in the crowd that you know, something that just, wow. Yeah, I think
1: there's a lot of moments, like, I'll kind of back up to the beginning of the year, and I usually don't do this, and I know I know a lot of people do. I, I don't, but I, at the beginning of this year, I actually got a word for the year, mm. and that word for 2019 was sore, and it was uh-huh. spoken to me in several different ways, and I prayed it through and kind of held on to that, and... I've had a lot of years that haven't looked like this, but this year particularly was a year of soaring in several ways, kind of breakthrough, overcoming things that I'd... Wow. You know, fears and different things that I had battled. And as my story has continued to unfold and God has brought, you know, some, I believe, supernatural exposure to it and yeah. amplified my voice a bit more in 2019, yeah. I've kind of moved from... It's been a whole new territory for me. I've moved kind of from behind the camera a little bit to where I'm in places where I'm out front and my voice has been amplified a bit. And so one of the biggest personal moments for me in 2019 was when I was asked to speak and share a bit of my story at Zil Girl. Leah and J.D. Oase, they, they pastor Zil Church. Awesome and church. Just amazing church, amazing yeah. people. If you're in the Nashville area, yeah. please, please, please check them out. But they'd asked me to share at their women's conference and that in itself, I mean, it seems probably small to people, but for me it was just such a win to yeah. overcome anxiety and overcome fear and get up in that format and share my story with hundreds of women. And it was a cool thing because my sister and I, Taylor and I, shared together. And then I was standing there you know, beside one of my closest friends in the world, Leah. Yeah. And I just remember... I was I was so battling this moment of truth before I got up there. We were in worship and that final worship song was playing and I was, you know, fighting some anxiety and, and I had called a lady who's been like a spiritual mother mother to me forever and she prayed me through and I felt, you know, ready but still so anxious and I remember the song I'm gonna see a victory comes on. Yeah. And that word, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory for the battle is already won. Yeah. And my sister puts her arm around me during that song and she just leans over my ear and she said you were made for this you know that right Wow. like with no even I had not said a word I was just yes. kind of sitting there in my mind battling this thing out with yeah. Lord you got to help me I gotta you know I'm gonna get up there and share but you got to help me here and she leans over to, And at the same time the song's ending and Leah grabs my hand and she goes you ready and I go I'm ready And so we go and we stand behind the curtain and we get up there together. And I don't know, I just so felt the Lord's presence with me so strong. And like a peace, a supernatural peace. I mean, Mm -hmm. grace like met me there. Wow. And I didn't really feel it beforehand, to be honest. I mean, even up until that last worship song, I'm standing there like shaking in my boots. But it was like the moment I stepped on that stage, it was like this supernatural settling came on me of like grace and just assurance. I don't even know how to really put words around it. But I got to share, you know, for the first time, really since all this has started like publicly about my story and, and what I've overcome and the way the Lord you know, what the Lord is doing. And mm-hmm. I got to do it with Taylor. Mm-hmm. They flew my brother in, which is a huge surprise. So cool. I was not prepared for that. That yeah. was just huge. Didn't he come
0: out with flowers? Yes.
1: Like my oh they my fly my I'm sharing gosh. that night, they fly a tray in and you know he's there. I have you know Leah there. I have people that join, like people from Nashville that came wow. and we're sitting in the crowd that night. I could like look out and see everybody just nodding and smiling and yeah, you know, just it was a sure. gift the Lord gave me and monumental in my my walk yeah. this year for 2019. It was like I, I put a stake in the ground in a way yeah. and overcame that. Yeah, that's something personal. It doesn't involve photography. It doesn't involve really the house. Or it was just a personal victory for me. Yeah, that. The Lord knew I needed. I love that. Huge moment. And so worth it. From the feedback we've gotten, it was so worth it.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting to me, especially this past year, because I know that what you have been walking out and God's been doing with the house God is building, just that word restoration is so, I think, associated with what you've been doing and what you're called to do. And it's wild for me because... I hadn't really thought about that word much, but right toward the end of 2018, I was in a hotel room one morning getting ready to speak to a large conference that morning, and I just didn't feel like I had it. You know, some people, they have a message, and they just go everywhere, and they preach that message, Mm -hmm. and that's great, but up to that point, that really hadn't been the case for me, and I had some things, but it was like, oh, God, what is it, and and I just remember the presence of God just came in my hotel room in a different way, and I just said, "What is it?" And And the words that I heard in my heart was, "Heaven is on a tour of restoration."." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What peculiar words mm-hmm. you know, to say?" And so I just said, "God, what what does that mean?" And he just began, he took me to a Scripture in the book of Acts. That in Acts 3, I think it's verse 20, and it says, Heaven must receive Jesus until the time of restoration. Hmm. And Lord just said, it's time. And there were different things that came up in my heart that heaven was on a tour of restoring. Of course, he's restoring us. He's putting things back together. But that word restoration also means to come into the fullness of what it was always intended That's to good. be. Yeah. And one of the things, I was speaking to a women's conference that day, and so one of the things he just dropped in my heart is he said, Jen, I'm restoring women to come into the fullness of what I always intended them to be. And so, okay, well, that's what God had for that event, and I'm done, and I'll go on. When I got into 2019, Miss you know this, my schedule, I have never spoken at more women's conferences <laughs> In a single year, <laughs> I think it was like 20... I feel like every time I talk to you, you're yes. like, I'm on a plane. It was like women's conference yeah. and then Sunday morning. And, yeah. and there were so many. I, th- I think it was over like 25, 30 women's conferences. But what's funny is when I got to toward the end of this year, I was getting ready and the Lord stirred that word in me. He reminded me of what he said. Heaven is on a tour of restoration. And that was the first time I got it and I realized I was going on the tour with you and I didn't even know it. Wow. It was literally like a tour of restoration, just putting the word out there, God is calling you into the fullness. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's restoring things, he's reversing the deterioration, he's putting but he's also bringing you into the fullness. And when I think on 2019, honestly, Michelle, is one of the greatest honors of my life. To get to, when I think about the places, the one-on-one moments, and even this year, I mean, there's been a fullness of your voice. There's been a fullness of expression in places you've been able to influence with the story of restoration that weren't there, yeah. you know, prior to that. And really, you and I both know this, he's just getting started. Yeah. That won't end with 2019, that'll continue, but God's, restoration is serious business to yeah, God. Yeah. And we all just kind of get a front seat to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it's
1: funny how um, that was obviously the, the work that he was starting but continuing in me even when I bought the house. But it's almost like when you drive a Jeep Grand Cherokee and all of a sudden you start noticing all these Jeep Grand Cherokees, but it was like 20, well, Nineteen was a year of like that word was everywhere. It was like yes. God was just in yes. in circles that I know, you know, believers and just spirit filled, spirit led people. It was just that word restoration was just everywhere, You're right? So yeah, God is is up to something with the house stuff. I'm just trying to like steward this this home and this message, and we'll see what He has for even 2020. And I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that, big because things. I believe He's. I was talking to my friends at Zeal even last night about. Him being a god of more, yeah. and there's always more and more more of him, so more good. of him. There's never a, a finish line that we reach with him, where that's it's all. There's always more. Yeah. Anyways, I'm ready to see what he has because right now I'm in a place that I never thought I'd be when we chatted last time at the kitchen table. Right. When I was just starting. Right. You know, it was so scary that day. I was sitting in an empty house, 1886, that was just falling apart. <laughs> but I knew that I was hearing God's voice and yeah. purchasing it. But so many days of like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting here and, and just kind of reflecting, like you said on twenty nineteen and all that he's done and where I am, it just gives me such faith about twenty twenty and where we're going. You know, it's
0: so true. Because um, there's
1: a purpose for restoration. It's not just to restore; it's for kingdoms. That's so it's, right. It's for future purposes. And yeah. And I don't I don't know. I was talking to someone the other day. I told you this. I don't know what the future holds with the house God is building, but mm-hmm. I believe that. You know, someday that that chapter will be closed, and we'll be under the next thing about you know what God is doing, and yeah. so it is. I'm just, I'm just pumped. I'm honored to like steward it and and share the message. You know,
0: I love it. So, Michelle, <laughs> you are just so refreshing every time Jim. that you come on. <laughs> You just go right to the heart of it, and I think there's just something on your life. You just kind of offer this permission to take a pause and just take stock, but just see and kind of breathe in what God is doing. And restoration, that's really required yeah, for things to be restored, but it's apparent that you have let God do that in your life because you just kind of offer it.
1: to people yeah
0: everywhere you go but that's the word isn't it i mean in the new testament god said that he makes us ministers of restoration so good and so you're just really giving out of that and i think all of us i mean to all of our listeners whatever you have allowed god to restore in you you now get to offer that you know to other people and it's Necessary. We live in a pretty broken world. Yeah. But God went ahead of us and he already provided the answer. Yeah. You know, he provided the restoration before anything even needed to be restored. Right. I love that about him. So Christmas is a good time to take all that in. <laughs> It is. is. Take um, inventory. Have you made your Christmas list? Have you? You know what? I have not. I haven't either. And, it, and
1: it's it's on the plane yesterday to Nashville. I was thinking, it, this is like sneaking up on me. I we've, know. We've started since our family's grown so much the past few years with siblings and their babies and all that. We've started drawing names. We used to do the whole gift yeah. giving to every single person and it's just, yeah. there's no way now. So right. Anyways, I have got to get on it because we drew
0: names at Thanksgiving, and uh-huh. it's
1: sneaking up on me. It's coming up a super weeks, close, and, yeah.
0: and you and I have something in common that's a, it's a bit of a pressure for Christmas because <laughs> we hold a hallowed, honored <laughs> place above many, and, and that is that we are both aunts. And I like to think... We're not just ants. We, yeah. we're, we are... I'm going to just say it. Say it. We're those ants. We, we <laughs> are. We are those. I've owned it. I've owned it. Yes, in we quotes. are. Yeah. I am that ant, yeah. and hey, I've, I've... Deal with it. Yeah, deal yeah. with it. No, we are. We're super ants. We're mega ants. <laughs> Being an ant is awesome, isn't it? It is the best. One yeah. of the
1: lights of my life.
0: Yeah, it totally is. You are always the cool one. Right. You're not doling out those punishments. Like, you're the rescuer. You know, they're like... Come see Aunt Shay Shay. Yes. Tell me all about it. Mom said I couldn't, but I have a feeling (laughs) that Aunt Jen will say I can. Exactly. So that's super fun. Super fun. you have... List everybody you're an aunt to.
1: All right. So I have my sister Taylor, her three kids, Evie, Naj, and Remy. Yeah a brother named Trey,
0: mm-hmm. his two
1: girls Addison and Harper, mm-hmm. and a sister named Hunter. She has a daughter named Mitchell. So our holidays are crazy town and awesome all yeah. at the same time. Like That's it is we're just it. in that season and yeah. you know and and not having kids yet myself, you know it is a is a time where I can I don't know, just fully invest, you know, yeah. fully invest in their kids and I mean, love them more than anything, so... It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And
0: I think just the fabric of family around kids, especially at a young age, is so important. Yeah, You know, we grew up with our aunts and uncles around us, and cousins were more like extended siblings, and... So that's really special. So because we are of course our niece and nephews favorite aunts. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if For they sure. have others. Yeah. We're the favorite. And we work <laughs> we hard at others. that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't We're even matter, sure. but they tell us things they won't tell other people. Yeah, cause they do. Cuz <laughs> it's a special bond. <laughs> I kind of sat down with my nephews and my niece and and got them talking about, you know, what they want to be when they grow up and and so that's kind of fun. I'm going to share a little bit of so that. So cute. Yeah, it'll, it'll just be, it'll be good They're for you adorable. to hear. And then you got a chance to ask your niece.
1: Yeah, Evie. Evie girl. Well,
0: Evie, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yep. Yeah.
1: She'll tell you.
0: Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: A picture maker. A picture maker? What? So you want to take photos when you get older? Why do you want to do that? Because I got camera. You got a camera? Do you love it?
0: Do you love taking photos? What did you that? What's one of your favorite songs you sing at church? There was another in fire. Could you sing a little bit of it for us?
1: There's none, water,
0: looking back to see. Do you ever think about what you might want to be when you grow up? A
1: dancer. A dancer?
0: That would be a fun thing.
1: And if I wasn't a dancer, then I'm an artist.
0: And i also want to be a baker. Tell us about one of your favorite things to play play baseball in for night. Okay, and what number are you? 44. Now that's interesting because somebody else had that number. My dad had that number too. Why don't you share with us some things that you like to do? What do you enjoy Um, doing? Worship. Worship, really? Tell us about that. uh, Why do you like to worship? Because I like to sing. You like to sing? Um, now, your brother Jack was telling us one of his favorite songs. What's one of yours?
1: Um,
0: I once heard that you had a favorite aunt. I'm a, a favorite
1: nephew. <laughs> your
0: favorite nephew.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And her name was Aunt Jess. We got quite the load ahead of us. Yeah as ant time at christmas time yep you got to bring the fun. You got to be ready. Bring it. Yeah, bring the
1: goods.
0: <laughs> because their parents are counting on it. Because they're exhausted. Exactly. <laughs> they're exhausted. Exactly. But I'm yeah. always
1: ready. I'm always ready for it. Like, yeah. Bring with, it. It involves them. I'm ready. Yeah. I, the listeners, I wish they could see us right now in our PJs. Like, I mean, sweat suits and coffee and.
0: This is how it goes down. This is yeah. the joy of doing a podcast with your buddy. Is yeah. you just hair up in a ponytail. Come as you are. Coffee, late night, but it's going down because yep. it's Christmas time. Yep. Michele, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Thank Jim. you, and thanks for coming on and doing Always. the Christmas episode. It's
1: an honor. Did you
0: want to sing us out with a little All I well, Want for Christmas? Because I did the opener, <laughs> I am probably going to pass You're gonna on You're going to pass singing. on that. I understand. I
1: do want you to have listeners next season, so...
0: I'll spare you on that. So, so thoughtful. Yeah. Well, all right. Everybody, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah. Have a great holiday season. Soak it up. If it doesn't go like you were envisioning in your head, don't worry about it. Yeah. Nobody's is. No, it's true. Nobody's. <laughs> don't let Instagram lie to you. Don't you do it this yeah. Christmas, guys. Don't do it. Just enjoy it. Have enjoy fun. the moment. Put your phone down and then late that night, just pick it up to check my Instagram and Michelle's. But other than that, enjoy it. Have a great Christmas. God bless everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Merry Christmas.
1: See you later. Have a great day. Have a kind of great day. Bye-bye. Listen, we're not gonna say Xmas in this podcast, okay? Edit that. It's all Christmas
0: here. It's all Christ <laughs> in mass. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone.